The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Europe for this Wednesday, the 19th of April in London. Coming up today, a double-digit headache for the Bank of England. The UK's inflation rate stays red hot at 10.1%. $787 million. Fox settles with Dominion over bogus claims that it rigged the 2020 presidential election. All that glitters isn't Goldman. The bank's traders miss out on Wall Street's fixed income boom. Top investor details plan to split HSBC. Coinbase plots a UK move and send Central London house prices take a big hit. Those are the stories we're looking at in today's papers, and I'm Leanne Gerrans. Plus, we're live at the Bloomberg New Economy Gateway Europe in Ireland, where the ECB's Philip Lane has told us he expects another hike in May. I'm Stephen Carroll. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. The business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business app, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning from London. I'm Caroline Hepke. And I'm Anna Edwards. You're listening to Daybreak Europe. Let's get to our top stories. We start with UK inflation. It has once again defied analyst estimates, staying in double-digit territory for another month. March CPI came in at 10.1% year-on-year. That's above the estimate of 9.8%. Jane Foley, head of FX strategy at Rabobank, says the data will add to pressure on the Bank of England to continue its quickest cycle of interest rate increases in four decades. It's not just about May and whether or not we're going to get an interest rate hike then. I think that's almost done and and dusted already. It's whether or not we're going to have to see something else from the Bank of England after that. And and it is our view that we could see two 25 basis points moves before the cycle is up in, in the UK. Jane Foley also told us that she viewed the figure as a disappointment rather than a surprise. This after the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak made cutting inflation in half by the end of the year a key priority. Now, Fox News has agreed to pay over three quarters of a billion dollars to settle a defamation lawsuit over the 2020 presidential elections. Dominion accused the US TV network of airing bogus claims that it rigged the election against Donald Trump. Here is Dominion CEO John Poulos. Fox has admitted to telling lies about Dominion that caused enormous damage to my company, our employees and the customers that we serve. Nothing can ever make up for that. The settlement is about half of what the Dominion CEO was seeking, uh, but it avoids a potentially embarrassing six-week trial for Fox. Fox argued that its broadcasts were protected as free speech under the US First Amendment. Netflix missed Wall Street estimates after adding only 1.75 million new customers in the first quarter. More from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. 
Investors were expecting 2.41 million new customers. Netflix also predicted it will generate lower sales and profit in the current quarter than what analysts had forecast. It sees new customers in the current period as roughly similar to the first quarter. Netflix will begin cracking down this quarter on U.S. viewers who share someone else's account, predicting plans to charge such customers will boost growth in the second half of this year. In New York, Charlie Pellet. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. Goldman Sachs traders have failed to capitalize on a fixed income bonanza. The Wall Street Giant was the only major bank to post the decline in the division. The first quarter fixed income trading revenue dropped 17%. Total revenue also fell short of analyst estimates. But CEO David Solomon says that the bank is well positioned for the future. As we sit here today, it appears that the worst of the volatility is behind us. While it's impossible to predict the exact form a market stress will take, and we won't always execute perfectly, our risk management culture, strong liquidity, and robust capital position have allowed us to navigate a complex environment while also continuing to actively support our clients. Solomon says the events of the first quarter demonstrate the resilience of Goldman Sachs and U.S. large financial institutions. Elsewhere on Wall Street, Bank of America reported earnings. Traders there saw a 30% jump in fixed income revenue for the quarter. The ECB's chief economist says he expects the central bank to raise rates at next month's meeting. Speaking exclusively to Bloomberg, Philip Lane said the size of the move will be dependent on data due in the coming weeks. Q1 suggests we are seeing a reversal of the negative supply shocks that so dominated the European economy last year. So uh, easing of bottlenecks, much lower gas prices. So what I would say from all of that is as of now, two weeks away, I think the baseline is that we should indeed... uh, increase interest rates in May. Philip Lane made the comments in an interview with our head of economics, Stephanie Flanders, at Bloomberg's inaugural New Economy Gateway Europe event in Ireland. Goldman Sachs economists have now lifted their forecast for where ECB rates will settle and now see a terminal rate of 3.75%. Well, speaking of policymakers, Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta President Rafael Bostic says that he favours one more 25 basis point a rate increase before holding at 5% in the US. Speaking to CNBC, he said that there's more work to be done, but added that tighter credit conditions may take care of some of that. Speaking elsewhere, the St. Louis Fed President James Bullard is calling for two more rate hikes. He told Reuters he believes fears of a recession are overblown. Bullard and Bostic don't have a vote on monetary policy policy this year, but all Fed policymakers take part in rate discussions. Okay, those are our top stories. Uh, Now, Stephen Carroll is not in the studio with me this morning. You would have heard his voice at the uh, top of the programme, though. He is with us in spirit. He is in Ireland for the Bloomberg New Economy Gateway Europe event. And uh, Stephen, good morning to you. Where exactly are you? Not far from Dublin, I understand. No, about 20 kilometres away from the centre of Dublin. I've exchanged our London radio studio for a 46 acres of parkland in an estate house that Lovely. has powers course. Spacious. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a little bit more space, a little bit more scenic, I have to say, too. We're next to the Sugarloaf <laughs> Mountain in, in Wicklow here, which is the Garden of Ireland. So we've uh, had a very beautiful morning uh, here so far, looking at the sun coming up over uh, the mountain and these, these incredible gardens in this estate house, which the settlement dates back to the 13th century. So it is quite the venue for this event where we're talking about bringing together both public and private sector leaders to talk about the issues facing the European economy. Reglobalisation is the umbrella under which uh, we're 
having those conversations, looking at all sorts of the different aspects of challenges facing uh, countries in this continent, whether it be dealing with technology, dealing with supply chain issues, talking about trade barriers, talking about geopolitical tensions, lots of broad ranging discussions. We're starting though with banks. We got Andrea Orchell from Unicredit speaking here in the first event uh, in just about an hour's time. Uh, but this is the first Bloomberg New Economy Gateway event in Europe. So it's a regional focus, uh, but a pretty broad sp- scope of discussions as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you brought us an interview with um, the Foreign Direct Investment Group in Ireland just earlier this morning. We heard a bit of the interview with Philip Lane, who is speaking to Bloomberg Stephanie Flanders, the head of this event. So there are plenty of people, uh, you know, uh, whose views are, are pretty important. Yeah, that's right. Look, the the conversation from Philip Lane was a great way to set up the exchanges we're having here uh, today and tomorrow because he's talking about the broader economic environment and saying that they are really sticking to uh, looking at what the data shows between now and the next ECB meeting in terms of rate hikes. Uh, he wouldn't be drawn by Stephanie Flanders as to whether he would his baseline would be a 50 basis points hike. He said there will be a rate hike, but the size of it will have to be determined by what we learn about things like uh, inflation, but also credit conditions in the euro area because they have their own lending survey that's due out before the next meeting of the ECB. So that's something they'll be looking to see, of course, the effects of the collapse of SVB, the turmoil that we've seen around Credit Suisse and what all of that means uh, for uh, the, I suppose, business environment here okay. uh, in Europe, something that's top of mind for many of those attending. OK, Stephen, thank you very much. Been back. Stephen Carroll joining us there live from the Bloomberg New Economy Gateway Europe. More from Stephen as we go through programming this morning. Uh, On to what is top of mind here in London, and that is certainly inflation data. The UK's inflation data for March has just been released. Joining us now is our Bloomberg UK correspondent, Lizzie Burden, who can give us the details. So more than 10%, we'd expected it to come down to a single uh, digit figure, and it did not. Once again, disappointing uh, those at the Bank of England and the government. What drove this? Uh, Well, it was driven down from last month by motor fuels but it was kept high by food and non-alcoholic drinks so that's going to be really painful for your average bit because of course they spend more on essentials as a share of their income in fact if you look at the annual rate of inflation for those goods specifically it was 19.1 percent eye-watering it's the highest since 1977 and interestingly uh, one of the big drivers is bread according to the office for national statistics Um, and i've just been digging into the the most recent speech and first speech actually from Swati Dingra, one of the big doves on the Bank of England's Monetary Policy Committee. And she actually used the example of a loaf of bread uh, to break down the component parts of inflation. She used it to illustrate that actually we're underestimating the contribution of imported inflation, as you might expect. She's a trade expert. So that was incredibly prescient from her. Uh, but worryingly for the Bank of England as well, services inflation too, unchanged at 6.6%. So mm-hmm. this is really sticky. Yeah, it is. What does it mean for the Bank of England then? Is that uh, rate rise baked in now? Pretty much. Looks like it. Markets think so. Uh, You saw after the jobs data yesterday, Goldman Sachs and Bloomberg Economics, amongst other economists, changing their calls from a hold to a quarter point hike. Uh, The jobs data uh, showed that you've got strong pay growth, signs of renewed momentum, especially in the private sector. So our economist Dan Hansen says it's just impossible to ignore. And today's inflation print just bakes it in. Okay, Lizzie, thanks very much. Bloomberg's UK correspondent Lizzie Burden with the latest on the UK story. Up next, top investor details a plan to split HSBC. Coinbase plots a UK move as the US squeezes crypto and central London house prices take a big hit. 
Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Ron Kraszewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So, there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Now, the paper review on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. The news you need to know from today's papers. Okay, let's uh, update you then with uh, the newspaper roundup on that note. Bloomberg's Leanne Gerrans joins me now. Leanne, um, so let's start with the headline then in the Times. So this is around um, a story that we've tracked for quite a long time. Top investor details plan to split HSBC. Yes, indeed, Caroline. There's been a development, so that's why we're talking about it yes, yet again. HSBC's largest shareholders accusing bosses of being closed-minded about a breakup of the bank. So Ping An publicly called for the creation of a separately listed Asia business headquarters over in Hong Kong in a statement yesterday. That's according to reporting from Bloomberg. In a strongly worded statement, it was over 2,000 words, they criticised the British lender. The Chinese insurer says it was deeply concerned about HSBC's performance. According to the Times, the Chinese insurer Shura also claims that the FTSE 100 bank had exaggerated many of the costs and risks surrounding its breakup proposals that it had given the bank. Last April, it emerged that Ping An wanted HSBT. HSBC to split off its mm. huge Asian division and that was really to boost the value for shareholders but the board led by Mark Tucker and the chairman um, who's the chairman and Noel Quinn its CEO hit back publicly arguing that the breakup would be complicated also destructive and I think from Bloomberg reporting and from the reporting in the Times today I think it's clear to draw one conclusion that there is this fractious relationship between 
between Europe's largest bank and one of its most important investors over in Asia. Okay, let's go to crypto. The Telegraph has a story on this front then, Leanne, saying that crypto champion Coinbase is plotting a UK move as Biden, quote, punishes tech. Yes, indeed. So the Coinbase CEO has floated leaving the US of regulatory clarity on crypto just doesn't improve. Now, the multi-billion dollar crypto exchange Coinbase is considering this move and he's basically saying that America is dragging its feet on crypto regulations. He said there's failure to bring in a regulatory framework for cryptocurrencies and it's hitting the industry which could push things like Coinbase to relocate to places like here in the UK. And Brian Armstrong actually made that warning while in conversation with the former Chancellor George Osborne at the Innovative Finance Global Summit over in the US, once Mm. again accusing America of not being quick enough when it comes to crypto regulation. He actually said that the UK has an advantage over the US because the FCA oversees both commodities and securities, where in the States there's a turf battle between the two separate regulators. So there we are, Coinbase wanting quicker movement on crypto regulation. Okay, uh, and the latest uh, when it comes to house prices, the Financial Times has a story. Central London house prices suffer the biggest annual fall since 2019. And Caroline, this is concerning because... Property values in places like Mayfair, Chelsea, Kensington actually tend not to suffer from rising interest rates and these higher mortgage costs we're seeing. That's because the market kind of mainly relies on cash-rich foreign buyers. But speaking to the FT, the Lonres Managing Director said buyers have just become so cautious over the concerns of the prices and really that they're going to fall even further over the bleak economic outlook look. So that's what's really concerning things at the moment. And the central London property prices have dropped 5% in 12 months to March, the largest fall in three and a half years. But something else that Bloomberg has written a story up on today is sales and construction of London properties fell 39% in the first quarter from a year earlier to the lowest since 2012. And that's from data compiled by Mollier London showed. So lots of data happening in the housing market but like we're seeing you know the wealthy areas really suffering the Mm. biggest annual fall what could you do if your data was working for you and not against you with bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems you get easy access to the details you want optimized for higher level analysis and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.